And welcome back to Pass Salt, episode 55. We are again at my humble abode for equipment purposes, and I need John to get out of the house today. I'm proud of how much I've gotten out of the house recently, actually. Oh, mic malfunction. It's okay. We're going to do the, uh, the Peroni hold. We're going we're gonna to do it raw, as I like to say. We, As a podcast, as a duo, we've been very um, pro-arm for the mics. We like to like put them somewhere and then use one of these reticulating arms to put it in our face. And then however many episodes ago, I was like, nah, I'm just holding it. Just going old school. And it's way easier. It's way simpler because we got like cheap shit. We don't have like the arms that are like 400 bucks that are really smooth. Like there's like springs that you guys can hear when we move the mics around. So yeah, but they work when they work. You just got to take the time to make sure you're doing it right. Yeah, but you you don't always want to keep your face in the exact same place for an hour. No, straight. but I want the mic in the same place because me and you are different podcasters. I've di- I and I discovered this listening to the last episode when I was at in edit or two episodes ago. Um, when you, when we first recorded here, you held the mic. You did fine because whenever you move your right hand, I don't know if this is true in life or your left hand, you're moving your head with it. I don't know if that's with other objects or just a mic. For me, and you could hear it, I would move the mic in conversation because this is me talking and not move my head with it. And you can tell my voice got a little farther away. So if the mic's here and it's always in my eyesight, I'm going to anchor my head to the mic rather than anchor my mic to my head. That's probably just anchor from, is our podcast. It's probably just from working with music equipment for me. Probably. I'm this guessing. is the only audio equipment I work with. I mean, Touched on a launch pad once. Mine? Yeah. My launch pad? Yeah. 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 Well, I remember that. it's a launch pad. Back when I thought I was going to get into producing. Oh, is that, I, is that why you had that launch pad? I thought you were just using, I, I thought you just wanted something to loop your guitar with that was like. No, I have a looping pedal. Way better than the pedal or like way more like up here. Oh. Nah. I would, so with looping guitar, you're using your hands. So you can't really like take your hand away to right. hit a button to loop. Well, I but, thought you were gonna record it and then loop it. Like that's what I thought. So it was for it was for recording purposes. Me and Molly wanted to like in March in the beginning of the pandemic, we wanted to record a bunch of covers for whatever reason. And I thought it would be like my introduction to recording and yeah. making the back of the of the Peroni Barber Studio into like a music studio. Um, and then I realized that that's. A skill like using um, a DAW, a uh, designated audio workspace, something like that. Yes, it's a like a program for processing audition audio audacity. Yeah, I used a fucking complicated one, and then I moved to FL Studio. What was the first one I used? Ableton. Ableton. I used Able. Yeah, that th- that's for like professionals, and I did not have the time or the care to really like learn it. It's honestly as difficult as learning an instrument. I would say. And takes a similar amount of time to become really fluent in using. Because there's not like a ton of information out there when it comes to how to use the really high-end stuff. Um, There's a lot of information on the simple versions like FL Studio or um, what's the one? GarageBand that that just comes on. GarageBand's not bad, dude. That's what I found out. It's not bad, but it's dragging. I mean, it's as simple as it gets. If you're just doing like what me and Molly were, were like just one guitar, one voice record them separate or at the same time honestly easier um way better i saw at the thrift store yesterday i was dropping off some donations i donate and it was a (laughs) i donate (laughs) and it was a uh keyboard with like a bunch of like the standard buttons you would see like different modes and different sounds you can produce um like an old school like from either the 80s or the 90s that was designed to be portable and before you know there were you know uh, like lithium ion batteries it was just not like six or nine c batteries those big boys and i was gonna buy it a d battery no a c battery i can't picture a c it's it's such it's the chode of batteries It's, it's short round and fat sounds like you're describing a d the rectangle. There's a difference. Now we're going to have to show you. There's a difference. <laughs> Are they just shorter, basically? There's a little, little Ds is what we're talking about here. How? I don't, 
I believe, first of all, I'm going to tell you this. This is going to take a weird turn, but this, this sparked everything. Okay. Yep. See batteries. Oh. And I'll show you circular D's. That's all you had to say. (laughs) When I said chode, I thought the circular was implied. Yeah, it should have been. I just wasn't thinking. John's been looking at some square dicks. (laughs) No, D batteries give them a run for their money. They're just a little different. Hmm. Well, you're thinking of nine volts, bro. Either way. Let's talk about something more interesting. Random thought. I would. I want to know what our listeners would think of us making some stickers with the Pass Assault logo. Oh, I was looking it. at the back of your laptop here with your nice sticker collection. It's not an annoying one like how a lot of people have like stupid. I, that's carefully selected. I can tell. I, what I are, what tell are your it's feet only on? Changed very slowly over the years. What are your feet on? About forty more stickers. Okay, that on. sticker <laughs> table is anything goes. Like I'll throw right. anything on there. Like multiple Sunokos. But I'll buy a batch <laughs> of stickers. And go through them and be like, this is potential to be a laptop one. For a while in college, the only one on the back of my laptop was the Mona Lisa holding the RPG. I like that one. And holy shit, was I, I was like kind of worried that people were, because I, I would always do my work alone because, you know, my classes never lined up with anybody. So I thought people are going to think I'm the shooter, bro. So I started having to fluff it up. To tell that it's Mona Lisa given that it's just a And she has headphones sticker. on. And she has headphones on. Yeah. Proper RPG apparel. Is it? It is. What's the Mo, by the way? There's one sticker that you have that says M O E. There's one on this table too that's blue right under the rattlesnake uh, one. Mo is a jam band that is from oh. Buffalo, University of Buffalo. They oh. got big. Like there's a ton of Mo fans, not only in Buffalo, but everywhere. They have their own festival called Mo Down. So that's they dope. have enough of a following. Um, they have some really cool music. You've probably heard some of the music before. I didn't know you were a jam band guy. I listen to a lot of music, a lot of music. Interesting. But uh, yeah, Mo, um, Mo's Mo's awesome. Listen to Mo. I will listen to Mo. I went to their show once live uh, at Canal Side. Have you seen my sticker collection? At the no. House? It's when you walk in on the left, the chalkboard. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There's it's a only, lot of stickers on it's there. Like a, it's like twenty D. Yeah, it's a good sticker. And I got a new big boy yesterday. Big one. What but, do you mean? Like a big sticker? Yeah. What was it's it? The biggest one that's going to be on there. It's a, a powerlifting company. Because you're a powerlifter now. I was a powerlifter. Here's, when here's I was my thought. Well. This, is not, this isn't me just like getting into the gym. This is me getting back to the gym. You know what I'm saying? When you... I'm going back to, the, to, my, <laughs> to my roots. See, this is, this is where I laugh because <laughs> John said... If you take anything John says out of context, it's either being said by someone who's like... 50 to 70 or someone who this is the like their first life like john had no previous lives when john was talking about batteries i was like he's had no previous lives this is his first <laughs> like when people like reincarnation so you know you could die and become you know you go into yeah, your next life and people are like i remember things from my past life I yeah you you didn't this is the first try for you i can tell bro i can tell <laughs> i need more evidence I need, i'm not gonna straight up tell you you're wrong but I need more. This is your first that. try. I think the examples you gave are bullshit. I also think that you have no ancestral trauma in your bones. Everybody yeah. has ancestral trauma. Yeah, I have more. You proof. have none. Now I have more proof. Now that I'm thinking about it of why you're wrong. You could not People exist before me. 20. But when were you born? 97, 96, Eight. 98. You couldn't exist. I'd argue you could definitely survive in the 90s. But pre that, I don't think you have the knowledge base or like just I don't think you could. Dude, it's all connected. Dude. You couldn't live your life unless it was in this era. First, okay, here's a for couple, sure. Here's why you're wrong. Right? I'm not wrong. I'm gonna eloquently explain why, for a couple of reasons. I'm gonna splash First some all, water on you. My trade is one of the oldest trades and could fit my skill set. Yeah, but it's in any generation. Yeah, of American history. That's what you do for a living. Right. True. So that's one way. That's one way. Right? Yeah, I'm not talking about here's, that. I'm that's just... section A. Here's B. Ready? I hope you're ready. Everybody thinks I'm older than I am. You are. Everybody, but the, this is, that's say, why ah, it's the first ah, try. Don't interrupt me, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Everybody is surprised. Whether it's a forty-year-old Amherst cop that I'm cutting his hair, and he goes, "What the fuck? You're 22," or whether it's freshman year of college, people thinking I'm the RA. Whether any any situation, right? And it's not just aesthetically because I've cut people's hair for years and then told them how old I am. 
So they know how I act and they still think it's insane that I'm 22. That is because I have an old soul. Here we go. I, Here we go. <laughs> pull up John's horoscope. I'm, I'm what they call a renaissance man. I am but here's the thing. old school in a lot of ways. You, you have these features. You're not wrong. You have features about you. The barber. You look like you're fucking through two divorces. Yeah, I got yeah. that worn look you're on me. You're outwardly old. Yeah. But you're inwardly your first try. This is your first life. Inwardly. <laughs> I, I think that, I think that the, the way you talk to some of your clients... Like, I don't always monitor your shop, but every now and then when I get bored, I'll throw open the laptop, put on the audio visuals, you know, just see what's going on with you. And I will hear you talk to them, and I'll be like, this is John's, like, I'm at a dinner party. My parents told me to be on my best behavior talk. Hmm. This is a facade. If they talk to you for real, they'd be like, oh, this kid's a doofus. My mom just FaceTimed me. That's funny you mentioned that. I ignored it. I thought about answering it in the middle of your monologue and just putting her on the podcast for a second. Do it. Call her back. You want me to? <laughs> what is she going to say? Call her back. Wait, what did she call you for? She calls me. If you other, told her she day, was live, day. what would she do? Do you think she would have a starstruck moment? <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh my God, so many people listening. Uh, a lot yeah. of Canadians. Did you um, see that on Twitter? I, t- I talked you about told it. Me. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, you said our, our growth was like mostly in Canada, which makes sense because we're from essentially the most Canadian city in the United States. Of we're so close to Canada, nearby suggestions. If they're searching other Buffalo things, they, we might come up. We're so close mm-hmm. to the border. We're so close to the border. You know how like if you're on Tinder, you can get Canadians from Buffalo? Oh, tons. Like even oh, if your like you if your like, distance is five miles, you can get Canadians. Yeah, you need to limit your range like a lot, especially if you're near like the West Side or like Tonawanda. right. So they, I think, could be getting like local suggestions somehow. That's that's where I think the growth could pop probably be like right over the border. We also talk about what like what do we we talk about cars a lot, really, dude. We talk about cars so much on this podcast. Half the episodes from 45 to now have started with cars. Speaking of, have I mentioned that I sold my one car? This is how it starts. The Camry? <laughs> no. The Mercedes. I, yeah, 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 you yeah. So, you said that too. Yeah. Okay. Then we're not going to talk about cars. Um, we get it, John. You, you're doing okay. No. <laughs> I, lost, I lost money. <laughs> no. I did not do okay. I lost thousands on that. Um, if you factor in insurance and gas and all that. Insurance is a scam, bro. Some people think that we would save billions annually if we like took out the uh, health insurance industry for like um, a one payer system. I don't know how that works though. One payer system, like, uh, like Medicare for all, or like the government is the one who's doing the insurance. Oh, when you said one payer, I thought that meant like how, how you go to the hospital. No, and you fucking take your card out and you have to pay like on the spot. No, 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 no. <laughs> that would be difficult. But like, how does that make sense to you? I get it. Insurance is a scam, and they're making money. But you know what I mean? Like, if that's how what they come up with, maybe insurance is a scam. I think insurance rates are just brutal, and I think they really prey on young people. Like, I was paying three hundred eighty dollars a month for car insurance, which it, it was two cars. That's two almost trip. That's almost triple what I pay. Yeah. And I still pay a lot. 330 of it, at, or more than 300 of it, was for the Mercedes. And it's insane. Because the car, a lot of insurance is based off of how much the car is worth. Yeah. That car was not worth anything crazy whatsoever. It was, I, I got rid of it for 14 grand, which on the scale of Mercedes is zero. You know what I mean? Like that's right. the bottom of the barrel. Um, I think it's just because it was fast. And it's like a 22-year-old in a fast car, what are the odds that they do something stupid? That, that must be the math in their head. Because I don't have speeding tickets. Well, it's a I statistic game. I have one moving game. violation where I didn't have a seatbelt on. That's it. And it was Where'd when I was like 17. One? So I don't even know if that's still... They, isn't it five years or whatever for something like that? We're yeah, it might have been. Where, what area were you in when you got a seatbelt ticket? I was on the 290 where you go past the throughway department. Like oh, all, yeah, yeah. All the troopers. Yeah. Gridlock traffic, not gridlock, oh. but like 10 mile an hour yeah. on the fucking throughway, like LA. He's in the far left. I'm in the far right. I don't have a seatbelt on. I see the lights flick on. I'm like, oh, I wonder who's going after. And I just see him like parting the red Four seat, lanes. just coming across the lanes to come get me. And I'm like, no fucking way. 
And I tried to like put my seatbelt on real quick, but it didn't, it didn't ah, help shit. He must have been. Bored. I think it was just because my little brothers were in the car, and I was I was sixteen, like I was like very young, like pretty fresh to having a, my own vehicle and all that. I can't believe you got wow. I've never met somebody who's yeah, gotten a seatbelt violation. Exactly. Oh, I guess Jordan kind of did, but he got it for something else. But first. I've never gotten a speeding ticket, which is miraculous. In this, yes, in this area, because you're in Amherst a lot. Yeah. Well, I'm, I haven't. Here's the thing: I've never been pulled over other than that time. Isn't that insane? That is and actually. I don't drive crazy. slow. Like I don't. I'm not an asshole. I get pulled over driving at night sometimes. Dude, I like I've cruise controlled over 90 for like long periods of my life. Like I don't understand. <laughs> of my life. Like John from ages two I to four was going 90 miles 90. an hour. Like how can you spend hours over 90 and not ever have a problem? Or like if it's 55, it's 70. You also it's just a Buffalo thing. Like I'm not the only, yeah. like you're getting passed if you're going 68 in a 55. All you're just constantly getting passed. It's crazy, which is, I'm fine with it, but um, yeah, like I don't, I mean, I have a radar detector. But, but not until recently. People get pulled over all the time. Yeah, and they like, do. It's not a fail safe. Yeah. People, they can, they can give you a ticket based, just based off of looking at how quickly you get between two points that they've measured out the distance between. They're like trained and are authorized by the law to give you a speeding ticket using just visual, which is insane. Insanely unreliable. Insanely unreliable, which I think you can fight those a lot. Is easier. he drinking on the job? Is he, you know, what is he doing? <laughs> Very unreliable. Yeah. But I didn't know that. I am what? very confident about speeding in Amherst because I cut Amherst cops, plural, and they're not young guys. They're like guys who have had like years and whose names matter a bit more. Um, yeah. So you would throw a name out? Fuck yeah. Have they told you to? The one did. Okay, one. He retired. See how we get his story? We whittle it down until the truth comes out. <laughs> they're both... The one's a 12-year vet, just retired. The other one is, he spent like a decade on the SWAT team. And I think he's like 15. Have you ever asked them if they just generally get better insurance rates after becoming a cop? No. I would would ask that question. No, car insurance. Well, life insurance would probably be expensive. Life insurance would probably be expensive. I don't know. Why would car insurance have anything to do with being Because a they're driving the car all, all the time. They have training. It's not that car. They don't own I was just wondering if the insurances do that. I mean, they don't pay insurance on the squad car that they drive. Yeah, but their own personal vehicle. I don't think it's related. <laughs> Why not? Do they ask you your what your occupation is when you're getting insurance? I don't think so. Sometimes because if you claim that the vehicle is used to get to and from work and then they'll, they'll, they ask you the mile amount, they'll say, well, how many miles is that? So, like, when I was working at DeMarco's, it was less than a mile, and I put, like, five miles. It didn't, that car didn't matter. That, I might have well being insured a rock, like, to the company. I it's just, I wouldn't anything before had... a certain date, they're like, old car. It doesn't <laughs> fuck, unless it's an antique, then it's different, because right. that's with tw- antiques. 25 years is antique. Yeah. Or, yeah. No, no, 30. That, that's not the word. It's not antique. Vintage? But it might be vintage. Um, yeah, like are that. you talking about the official, like, the DMV word? Yeah, because so recently the JDM um, fanboy club, like everybody who's really into old Japanese cars yeah. from like Fast and Furious and shit is really excited because right now we just hit 25 years since the release of one or maybe two very, very, very popular cars. The R34 or R32 Nissan Skyline GTR. Very important car in history. And you can now import right-hand drive Japanese one, like with the driver's because side it's on the passenger vintage. side. Yeah, but before you would have to pay crazy tariffs to import them to the U.S. But now you can fucking get one for super cheap because there's tons of them over there. The price in the U.S. for a left-hand drive one, like how we drive in America, right? Um, they were getting really expensive because they're rare and people like to modify them. So getting one that's bone stock and... Low miles was like really expensive, but now the price is dropping, and you can get a right-hand drive one, which people either really think is cool or fucking hate. Well, because you gotta use your their stick, so you gotta use your left hand to shift instead of your right. But your feet are in the same position, which is I wasn't one hundred percent sure on that, and your feet are in the same positions. 
Yeah, that would be weird. And it, it would just feel yeah. weird to be on the right side of your car taking like left-hand turns. You know what I mean? And being like far from that side of the car. Yeah. And you're not used to that. Yeah, my neighbor at my old house had a Rolls Royce and that steering wheel was on the right. It was an, a very expensive car. Very, it was on the right? Yeah. So it was an English one. It yep. was like a UK Rolls Royce. It was a very expensive car. Wow. And uh, I don't remember your neighborhood being that expensive. <laughs> no, it was just this dude. It was just, it was just that one asshole. Um, no, he wasn't. Was an he asshole. He was a nice guy. Wait, wait, was he across the street and over one, or over two? Yeah, one or two. I remember Frank. that car, dude. He I had didn't... two Jags when he wasn't, and then for like warm That's weather. That's what I remember out. is a Jag. Yeah, yeah. He bought two I identical, different colored Jags. I would have remembered if I saw a Royce. And then he had a Royce because he keeps it in the garage, bro, and it's. An old Rolls Royce. Like, it looks mm. like it's from a gangster movie. Big boat. Yeah. Yup. And uh, like steering that. wheel on the right. And uh, he let us stick? look like sit in it and everything. Uh, yeah, I believe stick. And it also, well, it would have had to be. It's too old. And uh, the back has, like, the dinner tray and the cigar holder and, like, like that pops out of the seat. Very cool car. Nice. See, that's the problem with olding, with owning an old one of those. Is that that's his, the he's already retired? Be, and the he point has is it. to be driven around in one and be in the back seat and enjoy yourself. But he's not going to trust anybody to drive that car, dude. I would enjoy alone. driving it. I'm sure you would. Everybody would. Yeah. But it's too expensive to leave in somebody else's hands. Yeah. You'd have to add them on your insurance as a driver if you wanted to really be covered in a situation. Um. And yeah, it's he probably doesn't have the money to like actually upkeep it and drive it and have somebody drive it all the time and pay a driver. Like no, that he would, drives it a lot he, in the summer. Well, he, that's good, then. he drives it a lot himself, but he, but I can't imagine he takes it anywhere crazy. You know what I mean? Like he's sticking Dude, to I slow didn't roads. I want to take my shitty Mercedes to fucking Wegmans. I can't imagine owning yeah. a Rolls Royce. He's careful. Gotta be it. in the six figures of worth. Gotta be. I think it's right? 1.5. Huh? 1.5. Mill? Seven figures? That's what I heard. Wow. Dude, you should see that. I Dude, should. His house is only worth like 300 or we 400. Should, when the weather gets warm, we should. Exactly. What? He's, he, wait, wait. He's is got he like a little, an original owner and, it, and it, the, the worth has like increased over the years? He's not English. He's Italian. He's. he's no, I'm saying he might have imported it like way back in the maybe. 80s or something. I don't know the whole like story if he behind it. paid over a million, I'm going to lose my mind. No, 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 no. It's 1.5 at auction. Right. That's Which what it would go for. A big, they always have a bigger number for what it. So it's probably worth at auction. seven or eight. Hundred thousand. Yeah, that's insane. But you should see the car. I would love to. Is it silver? We should. It's black and silver. We should mm-hmm. drive down. It just we just gotta wait till the weather gets black warm, and, and then probably, we'll just take right? a drive down. Yeah. Earlier in the day, because he pulls it out. Because every time he cuts his lawn, he has to pull it out basically to get to his lawnmower because he doesn't want to fu- bring the lawnmower around the car. No, no, no. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he'll pull it out and he'll he'll cut the lawn and just have it in his driveway. Can't be cutting the lawn too close to it then. No, right? no, the the lawn he's cutting and the the driveway are like the perfect distance. He's got this perfect little life he's he's made for himself. <laughs> he's the type of guy who put in a lot, a lot of years somewhere that gave him a, a good retirement plan. And he's he always put in the work. He saved up all of his paid time off and all that. Retired at like. Whatever age and is just killing it on whatever the government's given him or whatever his retirement plan has given him a month. I don't know if this is true, but I'm almost sure he's a teacher. Was. Retired in the Buffalo school system. Doesn't make sense, does it? Well, here's the thing with that. Teachers but he's single. have more hours to invest into making money in other ways than a lot of other people because of the summers. Like I, a lot of teachers that are like a little on the younger side, I've noticed own rental properties or have not side businesses. About the rental properties. Like that's a sure. big trend I've noticed. And it makes sense because they have more downtime. They're guaranteed to only have to work essentially an eight hour day, five days a week. And of course there's stuff to do at home. If you're, you know, not getting it done at the school itself. You're forgetting, though, that states now bring in, like, the Common Core stuff and things like that. They have to spend their summer creating a lesson plan that is approved, like, that is in the, f- the frame of the Common Core. But if you've been teaching Algebra 1 for four years... This is true. 
you have the same lesson plan. You're done. You're you're good. Well, you have to adjust it for Comic Core. But that, after no, but after you did it once, yeah, you once, probably yeah, be good. Which was like a, years and years ago that yeah. that became a thing. If a you're lot a teacher that teaches the same while. thing too. Most people stick stick within a subject or two, right? I don't know. I I honestly haven't talked. All I know is that one day all the teachers in my high school wore black for a stripe. That's all I know. Ooh, against the school. Yeah, contract negotiations. You know how it is. With wow, I didn't hear about that. What what grade were you? Um. I'm surprised junior, we didn't, oh, junior. Wow. I'm surprised we didn't hear about this over in my school. Because that's interesting. That would sow the seeds teachers, of rebellion. Private school teachers get boned big time. Yeah, obviously. Boned. That's why all the old guard is gone. And now it's all these younger like people out of college who need a first job. That's what it's turning into in my school, too, from what my little brothers tell me. Like, there's a lot of people that... I don't know what's in the Kool-Aid, man. There's a lot of people out there who know all this stuff about te- like in their areas in their states about like going into teaching being horrible and they still are like extremely they're like i'm doing it though it's a passion project it is a passion like. project more yeah. so than other perfect like barbering is one where more passion is involved maybe being an iron worker not so much and when you get to college teachers have less passion well some do some don't but they have less overall i think on average because it's Professors? not a yeah, because it's not really? about that anymore. It's about publishing. It's not about teaching. They are at the college to publish academic papers. And that's why lectures are 300 people and there's no homework. And it's just, I'm going to lecture on these days. Here's the final or here's the midterm. Here's the final. Because they don't have time to grade homework. They need to publish academically to keep their credentials afloat and to, to bring the college grant money. If you're Boom. talking like an Ohio State professor. Any professor. Kanisha's college professor's. Really? The ones I met when I did my two semesters, which is not much, were all very attentive for the most part. Freshman year teachers, for sure, are going to be on the way more attentive side and have less pressure. They're not publishing. Like A lot of them are adjunct. They could be. Or they're tenured. I do have straight up beef with one, though. Stevenson. No. No. No, I like Stevenson's a good guy, and I'm sure I, if I was a, a better guy. student, me and him would have gotten along swimmingly. I actually do think we would have been really cool. I know him pretty well, actually, because I worked for him. Yeah, you you did the whole. So yeah, yeah he's a good guy. for like a whole semester. I wish, or two. I wish I could just like have a cup of coffee with him. I mean, you probably could. Nah, he lives in he East seems, Aurora. He lives in East Aurora. I can't go out there. I love East Aurora. I know, not 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 at this time of year. He would live in East. If he's not living in the Elmwood Village, he's living in East Aurora. His son's sure. like a surgeon. I'm pretty sure, which is crazy. Of course he is. Of course yeah. he is. I remember him talking. Yeah, his daughter is like really impressive in some way as well, right? I remember him talking <laughs> impressive. about Impressive. I don't know. And it could, she I'm could impressed. be an athlete for all I know. She's just very well off. <laughs> She's doing well for herself. Who was, the, who was your beef about? What was the beef? Get to the beef. I didn't turn shit in and he took it personally. Wait, he took it personally? Yeah. Like he, he would like berate me as if we were in high school still. Like don't like if anything, it's less for you to grade, dude. Like, like I understand that he puts effort into creating his curriculum and we as students pay to put effort in and into learning it. I was a drug addict and focused on cutting hair. So I didn't really give a shit about his like writing Homework, class that yeah. I was in, um, which is a shame because I really like writing. And I think that would have been probably my favorite class if I would have put effort in. Let me, let me send you home today with a uh, brothers or a brother X 5,000 Typewriter. You'll get back in the writing. Typewriter? Yeah. I like typewriter. This one's electric. You can't have my manual ones because you don't have respect for it. How many typewriters do you have? Five. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You're fucking with me. No. Five in this house. Yeah. Bullshit. I almost... Oh, my God. I almost, Bullshit. I almost bought this Smith Corona typewriter at the thrift store the other day, too. But the thing is, is that it needed a little work, and I'm going to restore this one that I have sitting on my shelf and I need to do that one first to see if I can do it and do it well before I start buying anything that doesn't have keys that are working. Like this one that I have, it's like dirty. And I started going down the YouTube rabbit hole of people who work on typewriters and I'm going to fix it and clean it. But I want to do this one first before I try to get anything else. The other ones that I have, I was fortunate enough to find in great condition. Like, fantastic condition. Two things. Is that a Jerry Garcia sticker? Yep. 
I like it. Um, two. I forget. Yeah, you drank some water. You it was going to be about typewriter. Yeah, but I'll send you home with one. You can write your whole, your Barbara memoirs on it. Barbara memoirs. Why not? Whew. Speaking of the barbershop, we fuck it. We like, I thought we lost one of our barbers. Oh, he's back? Tuesdays and Saturdays, Will's going to be back starting the week after Christmas. Strictly because he misses hanging out with me and Cam, I think. <laughs> I don't think it has much to do with like cutting. <laughs> Is his clientele going to respond to that? I don't know, but he seems to be cutting more down where he lives anyways, so I don't think it'll be too big of a difference. He should yeah, be man. busier on those days than he would have normally been because he's only doing those two days. Like, I had to cut one of his guys um, on Friday, and he's going to be pumped. And then his, his one of his other guys came in on Saturday, and he's going to be pumped. I know he can make it. The other one's always a Friday guy, so who knows? But yeah, that's the barbershop update. Um, probably gonna repaint within a month. Um, I got a new cool painting to hang up. That's about it. What's the painting? It's an old Peroni beer painting. Oh, I, I saw that. It's a I photo think. of a painting, or no? It's a print. It's a, f- it's a print of a photo taken in like 1950s or 40s Italy, like people walking past a Peroni beer sign. Big. Uh, your name's in in there enough. No? So, a hundred percent, like a like a thousand percent, yes. It's narcissistic when you walk in my barbershop. The amount of places you can see the word Peroni. Let's count. So when you're outside, there's the sign, and also the window. I have like a um, frosted glass logo with my name on it. So there's two before you walk in. Two Peronis. Yeah. You walk in. There's. PBS right in front of you on the public broadcast service at the Tony Barber Studio. Fool. <laughs> oh, right, the Barber Studio. Yeah, so there's PBS on the price name. sheet, and there's a PBS like three block wooden letters like PBS vertically over on the. Oh left. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's two PBSs. We're counting that. So we're at four total, right? You look in the corner. We have a mural. That's another logo, Tony Barber Studio. That's five. Each cape that each barber throws over and wraps around the client, all say Peroni Barber Studio. So that's eight. <laughs> then there's two shirts hanging up for advertisement of apparel. Merch. That's ten. You really bombard them with your logo, though. Maybe yeah. that's a strategy. Oh, oh, there's a huge six-foot-wide banner There's the that banner. just says Peroni Barber Studio on it. So we're at 11. 11 PBS. 11 plus random business cards on every lookable surface. <laughs> yeah, you would think you're full of yourself. So there's also Peroni, um, a Peroni beer factory print in the bathroom as well. Have you? But wh- the beer doesn't count because it's not spelled the same. If you and when you have a child and they wanted to follow in your footsteps... Would it? Would you change? Consider changing the name to Peroni and Sons. Yeah, that'd be huge for you. Yeah, honestly, I honestly, would probably have a second shop for just me and him, and that would be Peroni and Sons, and the other you one's Peroni look Barber like Studio. You could be the son of a really old school barber, and you're like his edgy, angsty son, mm-hmm. who eventually comes comes back and gets into barbering after like a prison stint. Yeah, that's like your lifetime movie. And that girl from high school you fell in love with. I've always thought that I look like I've gone through some shit. (laughs) Like, I don't know how to describe it, but I do look like I used to be into some shit, and now I'm not, which is accurate. (laughs) If you had one, even, like, thumbnail-sized face tattoo, it would complete it. Everybody who looked at you would think you've been through I want a sideburn tattoo. No. Yes. Of what? A sideburn? So you never have to <laughs> you no, just I was, save it? I, at one point, I wanted uh, a barber pole, but that's overdone. There's like a million people with that tattoo right there. Um, I don't know. But whatever it is, it's going to be vertical, and it's going to be like within the lines of where my beard grows on my... Get a dagger with blood on it. That's overdone, too. Darn it. But I'm also... I made a promise to my mom, no... Like gory tattoos, no like girls with titties out, no no gory stuff, no like skulls, you know. Yeah. Which I already. 
Wait, question. As someone in the in the cash cash business. Are tattoo parlors open right now? Along with barbershops? Or is that separate? Yeah. Oh, they are. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought they were still closed. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I just saw a bunch of them posting about how they're rescheduling everybody. Interesting. I think this is as good a time as any to move into our uh, saltiest of the week. Did I mention on the podcast that I have to find a new tattoo artist? You did. Mm-hmm. How's that going? With m- I think I got one. Aiden McManus at Hand of Doom. Oh, okay. Have you done any of yours? Because I know you've um, No, guy? Kyle. Kyle's done all of yours? I'm pretty sure, yep. Maybe the first one not. I can't remember who that is, though. Who that was. But it was at Hand of Doom. Yeah. Hmm. How many... In, all of yours have been from Hand of Doom? No. No? Um, Billy from Inc. Oh, Signature my Inc. My, my old, old... My first tattoo artist. When we went there together... When all, me, you, and Peter went there, yeah. that one was Billy, so that's my arm. And then also, no, Wait, that was Hannah Doom, Hannah Doom. Was that the Hander dopamine Doom. one? Yeah. That's a really well done tattoo. All the tattoos that I've gotten, I haven't had ink fade problems. All the lines have, have maintained I think well. because you have good skin for it, too. What does that mean, though? It's the same with barbering. Like People have hair that can fade really well, and some people don't. I think that I don't have the best skin for tattooing. I think I have large pores, and I think you probably have... Smaller, closer together pores. Yeah, maybe. I want to get another one, but I haven't. Be- I thought that everything was closed. I was actually like geared up this one week to go, and then we closed. Like we went to Orange, and I was like, or Cuomo said his thing, and I was like, ah, maybe that's a sign I shouldn't go yet. Did you see he said that restaurant owners should be thankful for his pol- policies recently? I did. Yeah. Did you see that someone tweeted at the barstool owner? Uh, Cause he went, he's been going on some rants about like big time things not op- being open. Someone he tweeted created, like a fund for businesses that, in, in somewhere. I yeah, think. the one girl he posed with in a picture died at a restaurant this past weekend. What the fuck? Some crazy shit. And he was like, they like tweeted at him, and he was like, this is sad. It was like one of the the pictures he uses in the background of like a podcast, apparently, or maybe it was just the one episode. It's died not scandalous. At a restaurant? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the details. I don't like know if that... on food or had an allergic reaction? Or there was an fuck? altercation. I don't know. What the fuck? And uh, so I think he's going to change his background. I thought it just was weird. Like a weird 2020 just can't give up. Just yeah. relentless. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got told that this is the most 2020 thing ever. I'm going to be the only one wearing a mask at Christmas Eve, apparently. Because my family wants to do. I didn't want to get into this, but we can get into it. Because <laughs> I've been I'll having an hour and a half like, I've care. been having like a like a like I know I don't know who's going to be at my Christmas Eve, but I know in my blood it's going to be a gathering of more than ten. Should I even should I go with a mask on the whole time? Yes, right. Okay. Well, let me explain my situation, and then you can make your decision. It'll it'll let me you, let me explain. Yeah, illuminate it. I'm being forced to wear a mask. And oh. I'm the only one Maybe being I'm forced, forced to too. wear a mask texted. because I cut hair. That's it. Just because I see 12 people a day every day that are like within a foot of me. Cut. Even though we're both wearing masks. Actually, no. The clients aren't. I'm not going to lie. The clients are not forced to wear a mask because we're allowed to do beard services. How about this? But I always wear a mask. So it's better Look than in nothing. your couch cushion for 65 bucks and go get a rapid test. For an hour, you get the result in an hour. I thought that you have to be showing symptoms to get a rapid test within like four days. Like scheduling rapid test takes like a like four days before. Lou you got one done. She had symptoms. She was not feeling well. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I mean, mean, I could just say I have a headache or whatever. I guess you can get the results in an hour, or why not just get one now, get the results, and then say, "Look, negative." But then I could have gotten it in between now and then in their head. Yeah, that's true. I mean, gatherings aren't a good idea at all. I'm surp- I said we shouldn't even fucking do it because we have people on that side of the family who will be coming who are recently diagnosed with breast cancer, recently had surgery within the last 40, 50 days, have had life-threatening hospital scares within the last two, three months. Three different people I'm talking about out yeah, of the 12 that will be there. 12. I see. I was thinking. Let me think. Let me think. So it's my family of five. Yeah. Our immediate family who's obviously all safe. Grandma, grandpa. That's seven. Damn. Two cousins, and then an aunt and uncle, and then another uncle. That's it. Are they all how live many, in the area? How many is that? Do they all live in this area? Two are from Rochester. 
Oh, that's still pretty close. But wait, how many, how many was that? I lost count. Oh, me too. I think 11. There's also another ant as well. So 12. Yeah, so I was right. 12. That's, see, that's like an in-between number. 20 Here's is ridiculous. 20 is stupid. 20 is ridiculous. 5 is obviously safe. Here's the thing, though. But it like doesn't matter what we say on this podcast or what anybody says. Nobody in our area is going to forgo Christmas. So I disagree, and here's why. I've been polling almost, I would say, 10 out of the 12 people I cut every day. I ask, so you're doing the regular Christmas thing this year, or are you scaling back because of the virus? Bias. They could be lying to you. Here's the thing. They know I don't give a fuck. I know, but... Like, I, my clients know me. My, my client, And then after they say their thing, I go, yeah, I think my family's doing the normal thing, and I think I'm going to be forced to wear a mask. And I'm the only one. And we laugh about it, whatever. And so they know that I'm not no snitch. You know what I'm saying? If you're forced to wear a mask, at, at like if I was at my family dinner... I just don't like being singled out. Like, right. If everybody was it's doing more, it, that's what it should be. Yeah. But if I was told I'm going to be the only one, I would think about not I would going. Ha- I would choose that and I would stick to it. Dinner time, mask ain't coming down. Food over the mask. Just blatantly plowing it on. Blatantly your face. be like, my mask is on, mom. Yeah, that's the thing is that I obviously would be allowed to eat. So what? The, how? The, how are we going to get? No. Around what if you that? have your own table, like the kitty table, but it's the John table? We do have a kitty table that I still sit at. It's funny because me and my two little brothers are the only. Young people on that side of the family, and they group you together. Yeah, but it's way better that way. That fi- that side of the family is is like very Polish and old and like Polish just, and old. Yeah, like it's just boring. It's just a really boring oh, man. side of the family. I don't know where Polish. I get old people being boring, but do you generally find Polish people? Boring? They're just like white bread, dude. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Jeez. But then my other side of the family is just a bunch of fucking guineas. <laughs> you can imagine that's way more entertaining. See, it's way more entertaining. Chaos for sure. And the food is way better, and they're a bunch of nuts. <laughs> and the they all professionally make food for the most part, so that's nice. As uh, guineas tend to do. That are fucking lay concrete, but that's not a year round thing in Buffalo. No. Well We're good at laying concrete. Roads need to be done every year, but I don't know if laying concrete's appropriate. No, I'm saying like like Italians own yeah concrete, concrete businesses. businesses. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The roads is nah. Nah, that's nah. You just work for the city, right? Yeah. yeah if you're in a labor union, you know what I'm saying? Not many of us left. You know what I'm saying? For for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, saltiest and saltiest tries. and tries. Yo, your, your machines just opened ever since I started watching. Opened. Oh, that's my tries, bro. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> what I was struggling to come up with the tries all day because I wasn't really sure what I had been doing, but then I, I came up with one just now. Let's do saltiest first, though. All right, I'm salty along with the rest of society that. Things like a nurse fainting after getting the COVID vaccine are happening because that, her fainting, is just a needle thing or a pain thing. Yeah. It's not the vaccine. But because it happened, the anti-vaxxers, they, their B-52s come in, they pick it up, the cargo, and then they drop it on all the social media feeds. Like, look what happened. And I was like, come on, dude. Yep. Yeah. Come both, on, Both man. sides are so into that. Like, just blowing up something that is not. An actual argument for their side, just a innocuous, random, one time. False information spreads six times faster online than truth. Did you know that? Is that like a statistical? That's fact? a statistical fact. Makes sense. From one, one or two studies, you know, whatever they quoted in that one doc, the social dilemma. Mm. I was Last week's that's, tries. That's from. Uh, that's from. I can't remember what I was just about to say the study and then I lost it like in two seconds. Well, nobody would have been Googling it anyways. No, so, but it's good to quote if you can. So my saltiest is also me. Um, just cause I had a, a fucking brutal workout. I like not brutal. Yeah, you said like, many oh. failures. Yeah. How it was a mean? workout that just did not go well. It wasn't a workout where I was like, Oh, it was really hard. Cause that's a good workout. Yeah. This was a bad workout. It didn't go the way I wanted it to go. 
I had plans and I did not execute. I failed many times. And I don't want to get into specifics because it's just going to be meathead talk. <laughs> it's just, I wanted you to have meathead talk because I know that's your new persona. Uh, TLDR, fucking my grip strength is dog shit. And I can deadlift, like my back can handle a bigger deadlift than my grip can. So it slips out of my hands even though I can lift the weight. Oh. Like with my, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a back exercise. It's not, you know, it's. So in the middle of the workout, I literally went on Amazon and ordered fucking like liquid chalk and and straps <laughs> yeah but you gotta do what you gotta do when you're a power lifter it just bought yeah it just that just really put it it was a bad start to the day. i took off yesterday which i wasn't supposed to do i was supposed to take off today so i flipped and i did the, my workout today and because i took off yesterday i thought let's go really hard today and let's go heavy let's go low reps let's go heavy because you had some recovery you should be good nope Fucking turned into pure accessory lifts and just. Well, it's back, just back day should be a fun day, you know. It's important to take this and just hit the gym harder tomorrow. Yeah, that's actually that's honestly what I was thinking. I was like, well, now I have to go heavy tomorrow and do legs and just squat the same. Squat until you poop plan. yourself. Yeah. He, the only one that really puts me in jeopardy is deadlifting. Like I almost pass out. On heavy days. Like, I was seeing stars today at one point. Oh. Yeah. That's not good. Well, yeah. You really are a Gymshark now. You're no, powerlifting. No, fuck Gymshark. Fuck, Gymshark has nothing to do with powerlifting. <laughs> Gymshark is pure you're aesthetics. If you're a Gymshark person, you care about aesthetics, which is fine. You can care about aesthetics, but you're not a powerlifter. You're probably not super strong. Probably. There's some, but you're probably not. All the people I see at the gym wearing Gymshark, not strong. The catalyst on Maple he usually goes in the mornings. Yeah, so today I went a little bit later, and my morning crew wasn't there. Oh, And there's no. a bunch of big motherfuckers in there. Yo, in my head, I was like, man, there's not really any like really big guys that come here. I was wrong. I go at 6.30 a.m. when all like the fit chicks are there. And let me tell you, there's some mammoths there today. Dudes pulling 500-plus pounds for deadlift for reps. Which is not easy. No. That is a large man thing. Yeah, the Catalyst attracts a lot of larger... I think they have an above average number of large-bodied men that work out. Because the one that I used to go to also at that time period... Maybe it's just the time. That time period had a lot of jugheads. And it blows my mind because how do you have time to work out in the middle of the day? You know what I mean? That's what they're doing. Like the early morning crew makes sense. It there's it makes sense that it gets busy in the mornings. In my head, I was like surprised when I first got there on Monday when gyms reopened and there was like a hundred people in there, six thirty in the morning. Um but that number slowly decreased. People are less enthusiastic now for whatever reason. Maybe it's the snow. Um but yeah, right around like 10, 11, 12, it gets bumping with just big dudes. Yeah. And chicks that look like they're on some Anabar, some fucking juice. <laughs> you be careful, John. They're going to come after you, man. They don't know who I'm talking about. There's some chicks that look all natty who look awesome in there, too. And then there's ones with deltoids the size of softballs. You understand what I'm saying? I, I'm understanding the picture you're painting. Trust me. I am. I'm talking veins, like striations and shit, man. <sighs> They're going to flex and John's going to, <laughs> he's just going to get, I'm not as averse to that stuff as other guys are because um, I understand that that motherfucker has put in work, a lot of work, <laughs> yeah. years, bro, dude, crazy community tries my tries. <laughs> I have to look again. Don't I'll do my tries while you're, while yeah, you're it's your turn anyways. the animatrix, the animatrix. Do you have an HBO account? Yeah. Okay. So Warner Brothers and HBO are doing The Matrix 4 in 2021. It's going to be a big blockbuster film. I have high hopes for it. They're probably going to be disappointed. But so there's The Matrix trilogy. If you've seen them, great. If you haven't, you should watch them. Then they released an anime, like an animated uh, collection of shorts that are to that total maybe an hour and a half total. Um that go into the lore, the background stories, and like other side, just ind independent stories in the Matrix universe 
And uh, this was before Marvel and Avengers and all that. So it was kind of interesting that they spend time to develop lore. I don't know like who did it or wrote it or what, any of that. I don't know. Um, but it's it's a cool just by itself, just a cool animated film. Have we talked about have we talked about the Wachowski sisters? I don't know. We have to have the the the. I thought it was Wachowski, so, but you might be right with Wachowski. So, it does, that's not the important part. The important part is the word after that. Sisters. Yeah, they're both. Uh, they both transitioned, didn't they? Yeah, like this, like within the last three years, both of the former Wachowski brothers have now transitioned. Yeah. To be the Wachowski sisters in their late 40s and 50s or 50s, like one of the two, I forget. Um, the the people that wrote the Matrix. Yeah. And Sense 8. Insane. Insane. It's kinda it's kind of crazy that it's like two siblings, right? At the, yes, two siblings going from the same gender to the same gender, like you know, both making the same call. Yeah. And doing it so late in their lives when they've been involved in Hollywood for decades and decades, which is notoriously on the liberal side, where they could get away with that and not be as ridiculed maybe as They're in other... They're probably just as ridiculed, just not as loud. You behind know what closed I mean? doors. They're probably yeah. not here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot of old heads in Hollywood that run shit still. Um, but then to do it so late in life... At the same, relatively the, at the relatively same time. Relatively at the same time, yeah. It almost brings up an argument for like, is there a genetic quality to there being could transgender? Be. Like, is I there some? Is it not I, just something that you feel inside of you? It's also something that they could like map on a genome. That's well, what there has been. Oh, there's always been like. talk of the gay gene. Remember that? Like every now and then, yeah, it pops back up. I thought, but. Well, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. But there's also, like, I don't know. They could study. I want them to release a book or something of their viewpoint of it all. And I don't know if they have or not. I Probably not yet, if at all. But they should. Because I think it would be really interesting to, like, read how that all went down within the family. Like, the family dynamic. How they came to, you know, what, what that was like. I don't know who. For, I don't know which sister told the other one first. They probably always knew. I don't know. They talked about it before. The Matrix, the first Matrix film, is supposed to be not only metaphors for all these other things, but also a metaphor for transitioning. That's like, what they say now. But that was only after a very popular YouTube video came out that made the case first, and that went viral a little bit. And then the theory spread online, and they got wind of it. And then, yes, that's what they say now. But they also said it in a Seems way where like it's a stretch. like, you can interpret it however you want. But it could easily be that way. And the YouTube video was good. I've watched it. And he makes the case. He brings up, like, they both transitioned. Like, there's a connection that maybe they weren't aware of when they were writing it. So maybe. Hmm. But it, it is a fascinating, like, very public thing. Do you think there's other... How many other cases in the world do you think there are of siblings both transitioning in the same amount basically around the same time within three years you said probably probably only only a couple dozen at the most at i can i would imagine that's plus it's got to be a, a either a, it's a statistical anomaly or a or thing something or, or something maybe because they were raised we assume in the same well, way so maybe it, the same environmental factors played into them environmental factors can express genes so someone could be Someone could have a gene, let's say, for an addiction, for like alcohol addiction, but they don't take a sip of alcohol until they're 50 because they just never were interested and never knew about family history about alcoholism. But then they did, and then, boom, they spiraled down alcoholic. Mm. But that's an extreme case and a rare case. But certain environmental factors can express genes in a different way. I know that from, from college, at least. So maybe them growing up in a similar environment if there is a gene out there, which let's be honest, neither me nor you could say for sure. But if there is, it both expressed the gene in the same way and the same, you know, the siblings have the same thing. I got my genome mapped a little bit. 23 and me? No, I don't do that. I might as well now. Now that connection that you just made, now maybe I should because they already have it. But um, now when my brother got diagnosed with ALS, the, uh, they wanted to do genetic testing on everybody to see who had like markers for it and also 
you know, because there's two sets of twins, like there's so much similarity in the DNA that they could maybe find something that, you know, was useful for science. But I never like got to see my sheet of it or like see what, you know, it's not like it's a picture. Your ACTG yeah, and all that? like none of that. I'm sure it's somewhere stored in a file I could find maybe, but yeah, sent some blood. So nothing came up? No. Hmm. Interesting. But one day they'll probably relatively soon, you'll be able to like genetically select things for your children yeah. and for. Wait, there's a name for that, isn't there? CRISPR is the machine they use to edit genes. But I thought there's a or like some kind of process they used to edit genes. Hmm. You know what? Your fireplace is off center. This whole house is off center. Are you that's kidding so me? weird? Like you have a whole mantle and the whole brick setup, right? That's all permanent and not not able well, to be original. moved or adjusted yeah, at all. This is an original. This is this they gutted no, no, this not, fireplace. No, not that. No, no. The opening for the actual fireplace is off to the left. Oh, you mean right here? Or, not oh, like remove this. the remove the fake fireplace thing. Oh, okay. The actual opening is off to the left, which is so weird. That is weird. This is this can't be original either. This isn't. This isn't a. Yeah. Like this only mimics what this is supposed to look like. I think. Interesting. But this might be original. Oh no, this feels fake too. Yeah, that sounds like fake. fake. This whole house is fake. Interesting. And 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 off center and not level. <laughs> like if you put a ball at one end of the house, it's gonna roll over to the other end. Yeah. Interesting, but that's also because this side of the street isn't level. If you look at my street, it slopes. This it's sloping. If there's a flood, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Actually, was a ton of water pooled on this side of the street. It's I'm funny. Done. Funny you mentioned that. Uh, I don't have community tries. What have you been doing besides powerlifting? I got a really cool Japanese knife. You, you did mention this. Yeah. That's about it. Get yourself a good knife, people. It makes a difference. It is actually nuts how the level of sharp that this thing is. Like it did. I didn't know that that was applicable to something yeah. with as big of a blade as a knife. Like I, I have straight you razors. In a kitchen. You don't know what like sharp knives are like. We never had anything like this. It's like a four hundred dollar knife. I didn't pay anywhere near four hundred, but like it's a yeah, soup. It's something that use would Povinelli. That's those are very expensive, and they get them changed out every two weeks for brand new, like sharp knives. You never used one? They're not with Japanese. Like black hand. <laughs> I'm telling, oh, dude, no. it's insane, dude. I've used nice sharp knives before, but nothing mimics that. The kitchens I worked at were like Demarco's Pizza, or like I, no, I the fancy restaurant. Marcos. The fan, yeah, San, San Marcos. Marco. Yeah, the fancy restaurant I worked at. Um, I did not make any food there. I oh, was I was a busser. I only made food. At you know like what you are? Country Club of Buffalo. This is why, again, back to the evidence of you living only one life. You are a consumer. You buy the thing and then mm. convince yourself that it's the best until something else comes along. Yeah, maybe. It's the only nice knife I've ever had, though. You should take pride in your nice knife. Plus, you got that super nice cutting board with your name on it. Yeah. Again, with the name. But your name's on it. Yeah. <laughs> in my house, though, there's like almost no mention of my last name. So. No. Yeah, there's nothing. I don't walk and get smacked with Peroni. People have, like, like, you know those people, like, they would have, if they were me, a big letter P, like, on the wall somewhere. Like, like a big oh, yeah. stainless steel thing. You used you know? to inscribe JP on the ceilings, bro. Yeah, I used to claim, whatever room I lived in. You claimed. Like, in the, my college age years, I would take a piece of black rubber and write JP on the ceiling. Um, did that in my freshman dorm. Did that in my first apartment. I have no idea why. It takes a lot of Lysol wipes to get it off, let me tell you. <laughs> and then that part of the ceiling is way cleaner than the rest of the ceiling. So it still says JP. It just says JP in big, wide, clean, white lines as opposed to like a black, thin line. Like you could still read it basically. I wouldn't... I never saw... You clean the JP. I thought you just left it there. We're just like they won't care. I for sure cleaned it off the dorm because I didn't want to get oh, hit with well, the, that's the dorm. But I don't know if I did. No, I think I did clean it at at the I apartment. Yeah. I, was, I remember you drawing it with the pool cue, the back of the pool pool cue oh, where there was rubber. That's on what it. I used. Okay, because I wonder. Yeah, that's what I used for the Headley spot was the pool cue. But then at uh, at the dorm, I used you know those little claw grabber arm things. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I had one, or somebody had one that also had like a little rubber bit on it. 
I don't know why or how. No, it had nothing to do with the grabbing. It was like a separate thing. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, just use that. I think that's our episode for today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, You can find us anywhere podcasts are listened to. Uh, Apple, iTunes podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Google, Stitcher maybe. Um, And at PTS Podcast 716 on Twitter. This has been Pass Assault. And we'll see you next time.